Welcome, welcome to It's a Barge Life. My name's Tony. And I'm Sarah. And this is episode three, Clutter. Clutter, God. We've spent at least, what, five days decluttering or actually sorting out our attic. Yeah, I think we started the attic on Friday and we finished it on Monday afternoon. So that's, you know, not four straight days of doing it. We have other jobs to do as well. But yeah, four days of emptying the attic, which is marvellous. We've lived in this house for 20 years. And, and, uh, and this is the second time we've tried to empty this attic. I think it's the third. Oh, is it? Oh, no. mm. So what we've got, we've got a skip outside and... It's strange what we keep, what we think is uh, relevant to our lives. And um, yes, it's been a right eye-opener. I mean, we've gone down to kites, um, bows. Yeah, archery bows. Archery, archery um, targets. Paintball guns. Paintball guns. Not ours. The kids, no, the kids, obviously. I've even kept, I've even kept their little golf clubs and golf bags when they're about sort of eight or nine years of age, and I didn't throw them out because, strangely enough, I think I might give them to them, the children, when they have children, so they can sort of introduce them to golf Good as well. Luck with that, then. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it might be like having our, uh, you know, those old old woods you used to have, sort of like the wooden ones, etc. So when they pass these down, they're, they're going to look at down and go, "Dad, what the hell's this?" <laughs> so what we're going to try and do now is just bring you a bit of sort of high spirits, just to tell you where we're about in this year, so I can hear something. No, I can't. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right having these control centres, but I tell you, there's one pink bright light looking at me, which I've got to stop, and I'm going to introduce something else. So here we go. Actually, no. I'll be back in a minute. So over to you, Sarah. Over to me. Technical problems, technical problems. (laughs) This is not the BBC, is it? No, transition was absolute rubbish. (laughs) We're still learning about this, so you'll have to forgive us if we're sometimes a bit... um, I was taken back by the bright lights, that's what it is. Something shiny and bright. Okay, shiny things. So I'm going to say this again. Let's see if I can transfer over a bit better. So I can hear something in the distance. There you go. I <laughs> took ages to work that out. So, yes, you can hear that in the background. We've now, what is it, set two more weeks to go before Christmas. What date is it today? It's the 16th, isn't it? 16th of December. So, yes, we're actually moving. So, just to paint paint the picture, we've exchanged contracts on our, our little house in North Lincolnshire. And we move out on the 21st of December. <laughs> Mad. Mm, yes. Well, it, <laughs> I'm not doing anything for Christmas until um, Christmas Eve, and I'm going to open our cards. I'm going to get the decorations out and do everything on Christmas Eve. So that'll give us a chance to. Yes, and guess where we're going back to? So we've got a little apartment in Leeds, and so we sold this place here, and we're moving back for Christmas. As old Chris Rea said, we're uh, 
driving home to Leeds for Christmas. And it's just going to be just three of us. Father can't make it because he's obviously uh, with someone else. Um, and then you've got Angus and Magda down in um, Windsor. Windsor, which they normally come for the day, but... Um, it doesn't seem two. sensible, yeah, for a few days. It does, doesn't seem sensible to um, for them to come up here and us all be mixing and mingling. So we've decided to keep it just the three of us, which is our eldest son, who's been in and out of the house all through because he works for us. So Yeah, so uh, it's not going to be as, as large a Christmas as we usually have. It's going to be somewhat small, but hey. Quieter. As long as we're, there's... Call the midwife, we'll be happy. <laughs> I'm not even sure that that's going to be on this year. <laughs> Actually, I'm not too sure if anything's going to be on this year, because, I mean, let's face it, the BBC at this precise moment aren't doing what we call... I think, are they going to bring back that um, Welsh... What's the Welsh thing? Gavin and Stacey, that's it. Oh, I think they did one for Christmas last year, but I don't think they've done one this year. Yeah, so do we know anything BBC's done this year for Christmas? Because just for you guys listening in the USA... Um, and Or anybody who might be listening... From wherever, Australia, yes. etc., New Zealand. Um, Christmas to us, when you watch TV, basically they have some classics, which is a good sort of Christmas special. It used to be Morecambe and Wise, etc., and various other things and shows. Now they do some sort of period dramas, and uh, we always look forward to it. They did Gavin and Stacey last year. Then it used to be Only Fools and Horses and various other things. So just for an hour or two, you sit back and relax. But I'm not too sure what they've done this year for Christmas. No, I don't have my phone with me, so I can't even Google what the Christmas telly is. No, it could be sort of like repeat of a repeat of a repeat. And let's face it, we do get some repeats. Probably, probably. I anyway. mean, I'm still watching Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you must check that out, Only Fools and Horses. I mean, they they are a good uh, threesome or whatever they call them. Yes, there's Grandad and there's oh, yeah. Rodney oh, and... Yeah. Uh, Dale boy. Anyway, we, we're diverging to what we're Digressing. Thinking Digressing. So, yes, we've exchanged contracts. We've been cluttering or decluttering the attic or actually moving everything out from the attic. We've actually moved everything that we can at the moment out and into a lock-up. Yeah, which got, is just got, storing up trouble <laughs> for later, really. But We've got a storage unit and uh, initially we sort of like spread things out on the floor. But we worked it out that the best way to work out a storage unit is to buy those plastic containers fill them and, and fill stack, it to the stack it high and it is. yeah and that's costing a few quid per month as well and, and i'll be i'll be honest with you the amount of rubbish we've collected over the 20 I years i think is the incredible. i think the expression is more money than cents to be quite honest with you i'm always i don't know about you guys but sometimes i buy bargains so i buy myself a decent shirt and i say to myself do you know what this time next year i reckon i'll fit into that <laughs> there's a lot of decent shirts with labels on in our house yeah no and i always think to myself well there's no point in me buying that shirt for that amount of cost and me be it whatever 200 quid and uh, i'm a chubby around the waist now there's no point because it won't look that great so i'll always buy it at a large as opposed to an extra large thinking that i'll actually downsize and get into it it's not the case it, it's going to be the case one day when I, when we actually grow up and start saying to ourselves we're going to have a sensible diet. We're not going to drink. We some... have a sensible diet. Oh, it's yes. The, it's... All right, then not too much red wine or white That's wine. That's the problem, isn't it? So what did our uh, <coughs> Weight Watchers teach us? Used to tell us about wine. It's like cream cakes. 
Liquid, it doesn't look anything no, liquid, oh, liquid cream. It doesn't look anything like liquid cream. We used to always think there was no calories in wine. <laughs> no, I would tell myself there's no calories in wine. <laughs> and it doesn't taste like calories, does it, when you're actually drinking a couple of glasses of wine? No, no. So, yes, so we've been fairly hectic. We're going to exchange, uh, actually complete on Monday the 21st of December, so which would be quite good. And monies will go into banks, hopefully, at that point. And then from then, we're going to move on and uh, commit ourselves to something, I think, over that week or two. Yes. Yes. Try not to sort of sound downhearted, <laughs> my love. I, d- uh, I am, am quite nervous about this. Not so much the um, the buying, but the committing the finances to it. Um, it does make me feel a bit cold. So, but... Uh, you know, <laughs> somewhere along cold. the line, we'd have to find somewhere else to live. So, yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if we do things back to front. So, we've been looking before we've even got a boat. We've been looking at moorings and sort of like placing and saying to ourselves, where could we go, etc. Because when we do get this Dutch barge, the Dutch barge is is quite a size. It's, it's well, we're not going to tell you the size at the moment because you just don't. We don't know whether we're going to go for that one or this one. But <clears throat> when you phone up moorings. Uh, marinas and say you've got a dutch barge it's usually automatically like oh well we don't do that side and you think, oh no and where we are in leeds granary wharfs it's great because you can actually moor up there for a couple of weeks and then you have to move out of the parish i believe that's the correct mm-hmm. terminology i'm not quite sure where the parish boundaries are though and then you can be sort of like on on again so that's like a continuous cruising the people the reason why people don't or have marinas and they continuously cruise is purely because of cost. They don't have to pay any marinas fees. And marina fee, to be quite honest with you, on a mooring would cost you about two and a half grand? Um, it depends. I think it's more than that, actually. I think it's more like three and a half for a, a proper marina with, um, with facilities. A, yeah, showers and uh, yeah, but, um, a chandry. Is that, is that how one says it, Chandlery? Yeah, it is. So yeah, no. So we well, we don't know what to do really. We need somewhere for it to be so that we can um, basically sell everything that we've stacked this storage unit with, and um, and spend next year organising our business a bit better so that um, we can leave it in the capable hands of one of our ladies. Yes. But we've got about 30 ladies and uh, it's like we, we need to make sure that we have maybe a couple who can sort of like supervise and look after various accounts or clients, sorry, if that's, if that's the right terminology. No, I always call them clients. So. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so where we are. So what we're going to do now, we're going to take you to, I don't know if we're going to, has this been too negative at the moment, do you think? Uh, no, I don't think so. It could be... If you, when we get on to rant of the week, it might get a bit negative. Well, we'll what should we do then? We'll we'll do blast from the past. Okie dokie. So, obviously, we've been emptying our loft, and I have come across, or we've come across, quite a lot of really, really old photographs. As in, I mean, like yeah. dating back to the even to the thirties, some of them. And someone spent a lot of time actually putting these photographs in albums and then actually writing underneath and titling them who they are, etc. Uncle Ned, Uncle Dave, or whatever. Indeed, I think that might have been your grandma. <coughs> There's a, a few. Yes, out. 
I think my my well with my nan, my nanny used to sort of like I think mean, there's a few albums up there who, who when you browse through and they've got people's names, etc. But now when I look and I think to myself, Well, who was that? <laughs> so uh, yeah, but it was it's quite interesting and it's quite interesting to see uh, especially our daughter when she was little is this Bitting image yeah. of Tony's mum when she was little, and it's in, un- so uncanny. My house. daughter's Harriet. Hello, Harriet. Yes, just to say, yes, when you see Harriet in a, a fairly minor but, age, she looks a spit, doesn't she? Yeah, definitely. They're very similar. So, yeah, but it's been quite interesting to look at all the photos. I sat one evening and just looked all through them and holiday pictures and things like that. It was really, really interesting. Yep. Yeah. I mean, but it's somewhat, these old albums, what we're going to have to do is digitise them, aren't we, to, to sort of like, but but yet again, I don't know about you guys, but when you actually sort of sit next to someone with a photo album, then they say, well, come on here, here let me show you who Uncle Ron is, or <laughs> Uncle Dave, etc. You look in again, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bit, a bit, a bit terrible, really, because these guys existed in your family, and it's nice to sort of like, look at them and say well yeah that was uncle dave or uncle ron or great uncle bill or whatever but now they've gone our children won't be interested no not really if it's not if it's not an iphone then there's not interest and perhaps we sort of like uh digitalize it and put it on their iphone as an, an app perhaps that's what we should do oh that's actually quite a good idea yeah Make photographs from the past app yeah. so you know you can sort of like download that and um keep that yeah. Even if you could do an app where the, the people from the past, uncles, aunties, grannies, granddads, and then you can sort of like see where the recognition of you in them. So it actually points out, well, hang on a minute, that chap looked like you or whatever. But anyway. Interesting. Interesting to see those old photographs anyway. It was really nice. And there's a few of them. I mean, I think we sort of like... <laughs> there's a whole box full of them. I know, but... It's, I think it must be an age because we don't want to get rid of them. We're not going to get rid of them purely because we say, well, we'll keep that. But is that what happens? People keep things saying to themselves, well, do you know what? That's important. And then we get older, older and older. And then the children come in and throw them away anyway. <laughs> and they skip them. <laughs> <laughs> we have had a quite a funny idea, though. So we have got quite a lot of stuff that... Um, we need to sell yes but we did think that actually what we could do which would be cheaper and much easier way of doing it is uh, take out the stuff we really want and that's worth a lot more than you know money and then just stop paying for the storage unit no. they won't know where we are <laughs> and they can just get rid of all our clutter for us yeah no, we were we were also thinking, which is a bit odd. I tell you what, we'll get into debt. Get the bailiffs come around; they can take everything as well. <laughs> Saves us the problem to declutter. <laughs> yeah, come in. Would you like a telly? Obviously, no, no, no. You keep the telly. Put the telly somewhere else. But they can have everything else. There you go. Take it. No worries. And that solves the problem. Then, then you what you've got these bailiffs from the the crown court or wherever they come from, basically taking your stuff away. And, uh, I, the only thing is, is, I think they don't want your clutter. They want your no. good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a flaw there, I think. I mean, I've even I've even saved cabbage patch dolls, which no, I, you saved yeah. bear cabbage patch dolls as yeah, well. Yeah, where are the clothes gone? I don't know. No. And um, so I looked in this box, and there was all these dolls and teddies and things like that, and. Uh, 
I said to uh, my husband, oh, um, well, if I had a grandchild, I'd wash these and, you know, yeah. re, um, recycle. recycle them. So I took them next door to our neighbour. Yeah. And she, um, I said to it, I said, I don't know if you want these for your grandchildren. And um, I said, if not, just pop them back in the skip and it's fine. You mean pop, pop them, them back in the skip? As in put them in the skip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, none of them are in the skip. No, because there was teddy bears, cabbage patch dolls. Well, I think she's going to wash them all up and make clothes for them. Yeah. And give them to her grandchildren. So that's fantastic. I think well, that's good. There was a thing over here about cabbage patch dolls. And I'm not too sure. Oh, you could still... not get them for love nor money at one point. It was like the, they were like gold dust, weren't they? Yeah. I even saved, which, which I haven't come across, a Buzz Lightyear with its original packaging somewhere. But I've not seen it. Oh, no, I don't know. Where's that gone? Don't know. Yeah, see, I do I've have... Seen s- that. Huh? I haven't seen that. I do yeah. have some thoughts about sort of like moving on, thinking to myself, well, I think that might be a future sort of investment. Yeah. But then I suppose how many they produce was in the millions. I've, we, I've, we have actually got two Harry Potter first editions. Yeah. But they're not of the first book, which would be worth quite a lot of money. They're of the later books, which they produced in much more mass numbers. So... Yeah, um, but yeah. So, so this week's been one of. Um, well, let me just say, I have done over twenty thousand steps Monday, yeah. Tuesday, and today. And we um, are working both ends of the day, though. We get up at four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. We go to work for an hour or two, <clears throat> then we go back out to work after doing all our sort of like um, how can I say packing and moving things to storage units and then we go back out to work at five o'clock and we don't come back to about seven o'clock in an evening so that's what's been happening so uh, we've been very 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 busy somewhat sarah's been doing uh, like you say just then over twenty thousand steps a day which is like 10 miles i think is mm-hmm. well nearly that isn't it i'm doing a few as well obviously not as much but i do all the grunt work oh yes oh <clears throat> so that was blast from the past in terms of our photographs or have we moved on from there? No, we've moved on now, that's right. Now, I think we're going to do Rant of the Week. And this is my rant. Yes. And I ranted a lot What do you mean it's your rant, baby? I ranted a lot yesterday because I, um, we, yesterday the sun was shining and it was a reasonable day. So we decided we would do the pots and... Um, garden. garden ornaments that we have. We have a like a rough giant tr- 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 Japanese garden. Not rough. It's not not. Well, it's not as immaculate as some of the some of them I've seen. It's 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 more. No, ours naturist. is more, more organic. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and and next to our bamboos, we have got or had a very very large concrete Buddha. Yeah, it's got some lovely patina to it. It's got some moss growing on it, etc. Stuff. I like couldn't that. give so, a so stuff about the moss on it. Blinking neck. It weighs as much as a small pony. And it, we, it does weigh much. I, I'm surprised uh, how we got it there, but we did. I don't know how you got it there. <coughs> I don't remember moving it, so you must have done it with the kids. So I, I have a. Um, I become super strong when I start moving big pots and buddhas and various other things, whereas Sarah becomes super super. Weak. <laughs> oh, that's because I know I'm going to get hurt. I'm the one who always gets hurt. Yes, I don't know why. You know, when you when you move in something which is about 300 kilograms worth of concrete, and when it drops, you move out of the way. Yeah, well, 
Sarah, Sarah didn't. No. So, I'm my rant is that my husband now, and I've been saying this all day my today, Tony. and yesterday, is unless you can carry it, put it up, and deal with it on your own, you don't get to buy it anymore, because I'm sick of moving your blinking heavy pots. Yeah, so that, that becomes, from anything, I bought myself a nice sort of Victorian, like a chest of drawers, which is... Um, Actually, I think it comes... It's a filing cabinet. It is a, a Victorian yeah. filing cabinet. Then suddenly it becomes my furniture, and because it's sort of like quite heavy, it becomes a problem to myself because I have to man-manage it myself and move it. Or I do ask... No, I Sarah think it's somehow. in the future, my love. It's in, what the, in future. the future. No, you are not allowed to buy anything in the future unless you can either pick it up yourself and or erect it yourself because i am not come on baby not gonna do it anymore i've had enough (laughs) (laughs) that's me rant over yeah but you know some things do come in large packages tough and uh they weigh a bit tough you know i'm 55 years of age about 16 stone large package (laughs) <laughs> it's certainly are large and awkward i'm not too sure what that is in pounds because the americans yeah. work out in pounds i think it's about 240 pounds i think and it's not too bad is it don't know don't know hmm? what it is so okay. yes so that was round of the week we've done blast from the past what else do we normally do oh view from the window because we're going to be doing we we Blah, 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 blah. Views from the wheelhouse. Views from the wheelhouse. So I'm going to just turn around. So bearing in mind, we're still in our back bedroom, and it's it's four twenty-five so in, have in a look the afternoon, see what's happening and it's outside. already dark. It's dark, so you can't see anything. It's rained most of today, so it hasn't been the best day. So it gets light about eight, and it gets dark about four. Shortest day is the. It's usually the 22nd of December, isn't it? 21st, 22nd of December. So that's not that's Monday then. So it'll start getting lighter as of Tuesday. Oh, hurrah, hurrah. So, but then <clears throat> saying that, we do have sort of like that window of light from 8 till 4. But there are some countries, be it in the northern hemisphere, Norway, Sweden, I think it's, they, 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 they it's, don't have any. Day. It's light, isn't it? No, no, it's dark. No, dark. It's either dark or it's light, I think. <clears throat> Yeah, so when they get up, it's dark. When they go to bed, it's dark. It's dark when they walk around. It's when dark. I when I worked in Debenhams and I worked in the basement in Debenhams, I used to go to work in the dark, come home in the dark, and in the summer, you didn't see any light because you were always down in the basement. So, in the basement, <clears throat> strange how they kept it down in the basement, isn't it? <laughs> yes, Don't bring Sarah up. <clears throat> yes, so yes, so it's been rather a hectic week. We're now. In the process of getting to, towards the end, hopefully, it's, hopefully, it's, it's ridiculous. We've got some um, Christmas gatherings, as from I think in UK, as of the twenty third of December. I think is it for how long? Uh, Till the twenty seventh. You're sw- allowed to meet with three other families, which we have decided. Um, that if it isn't safe on the 22nd, then how is it safe on the 23rd? So we've decided, um, not although disappointingly, but not to bother. Um, it's, it just doesn't feel right. Um, but then in saying that, I mean, in terms of Tier 3, we're in the area now in North England, this is Tier 3, but 
when I go when we go in the motorways in the mornings and we come back in the evenings, it's chocker block. There's no. Oh, can I just interject here because I am a bit scatty and I want to tell you this now. Yes. If you think the ports are busy after Brexit, yeah, then you should see what our port is like at the moment. Yes, for at sometimes for not, not even actually. We we because actually we we look after a, a, a seaport um, in North Killingholme, and it is chocker block. I'm now, telling you. Last night we had to queue to get in for took about twenty minutes. Yeah, just to yeah, get in, just to get in to go to work. But but don't be fooled when they show you the pictures of the lorries backed up on the M whatever the motorway is M six M two or whatever down down towards Dover. Yeah, because that's probably quite normal. Yeah. You know, that they, they do get, especially at about five o'clock in the evening when the ferry's about to go and all the lorry, all the self-drives are coming because they want to get onto the ferry tonight to go across to... And, um, and I can say these queues are with the right paperwork as well. There may be yeah, a there's few, no... There's maybe a few who haven't got the right paperwork. However, they've got the right paperwork, but it's just manually... Going through the kiosks or going through the uh, what they call them inspection the place. lanes, lanes, yeah. just it's just chock a block. So uh, there was uh, we had that last night. There was one, two, six lanes open. So it's not a massive port, but um, there were six lanes open, and the queue was horrendous. And it apparently it's been like that all week. So yeah, so um, we we know when we see these lorries upon lorries upon lorries, and uh, there's English. British lorries, there's um, Eastern Europeans, there's Europe, the whole thing all going through this port. And uh, yes, it's quite busy at this precise time. And I can imagine it being busy next year as well. It's just going to be rolling yeah. on, rolling off. I can't imagine there being very, very much difference. That's why they call it row, row, I think. It is roll on, roll off. Roll on, roll off. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> there you are. So factual information from people who actually do know what it's going to be like. What we might do, actually, uh, going on our YouTube site, we might actually do a bit of a a, a sort of catch a bit of video of it just to see how many actually lorries are there. And usually it's when you don't want them there, they're there. Yes. And when you see the lorries going into the port, right, and then when you're actually in on the port side, so you're actually in through customs, etc., and it's just as busy in as it is out it is the one thing you don't want to do is a, a is want to come out off site when a ship's just docked because because the the self-drives that it's like wacky races because they're all trying to get off that ship as fast as they possibly can and get on the road and get their delivery done or whatever they're doing yeah and but i think if they're paid by the hour it's gonna it's all right because I mean, I know, at the end of the day, I I always seem to think that there's not many frustrated lorry drivers when I go past them and they're all in a queue. They're not sort of like me, road raging and giving it blues and twos, etc. These guys are sat there, they're checking out their TVs. They've got big satellites on the side. They don't seem to be harassed or rushed. Well, I, I reckon they get paid by the hour. And I reckon they look for these traffic well, jams. Well, I think they have to be. Ca- I think they have to be careful because they have to keep within their hours, don't they? Yeah, well, that's quite true. But I mean, if you if you're actually stuck on the middle of the road, I don't know if that's called rest or not. Was it? No, it won't be. It'll be driving hours, I imagine. 
Anyway, on your comments below, if you any of you guys are lorry drivers, do tell us about the sort of like regulations. Yeah, what's, what's it like? What's it like being Associated. a lorry driver, really? Yeah. I mean, some of these lorries look fantastic. They've got some... You saw one the other day, didn't you, with a fridge in and got a TV, satellite, double, yeah, yeah, double yeah. bed. Was, it wasn't a double bed. <laughs> oh, sorry, so I think they have bunk, bunk beds. Oh, yeah. Some of them have bunk beds, but they have a bed. And, and then... Uh, I can't remember that one that was on now. But then above his... Above his um, like where your dashboard is above the dashboard, he had a microwave up there. He had a little fridge. Yeah, you know, it's all very sort of like. Um, I've seen them though in summer. Some of these lorry drivers have actually they open the side of them and suddenly they've got these barbecues. They're actually cooking on the side of the road with their little barbecues. Have you noticed that on a on a little platform or something on the side of the yeah. lorry? Yeah, they're all sitting there. They actually look quite fit. Those ones, but I've seen some sort of like. Um, how can I say? I don't know if you've been to a roadside caf here. <laughs> and well, I'm just saying. I I used to go a to I used spoon. to go to a roadside caf because I enjoyed having a, a proper little English breakfast with. Uh, oh no, it's not for me. Sorry, <laughs> that might sound a bit snobby, but no thanks. You're all right. No, it was lovely. I enjoyed it. Yeah, great. You know what I mean? Sort of like the the typical thing. But they always seem to be rather busy, though, these roadside calves, don't they? That's because lorry drivers like breakfast. That's why most lorry drivers are. Are what? Don't say it, baby. Anyway, let's get on to a different subject. So what we're going to talk about now is... I don't know, I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> The one thing about us, we don't, we, we, we like to plan, plan and plan. And then I've forgotten what we've said. We've yes, do. a bit like goldfish. So one minute we're swimming away, knowing what we're actually going to do, structure it, you know, it's very It's not good the way. goldfish syndrome, it's the moving syndrome. I've tried to put the coffee in the kettle about three times this week. I know. <laughs> and then I found the chilli flakes in the fridge. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's, so it's getting weird. So that, which is a good thing. I don't know if it's age or anything like that. So, uh. The, the weirdness is that things are disappearing and getting put in different places. Absolutely. I mean, you know, coffee in the kettle. Indeed. Anyway, so, I, I think. So are we going to talk about um, Sappho? Last episode, episode two, we talked about two boats. And uh, I believe we were going to then talk about on this episode, the Sappho and the Pania. So if you go to our YouTube channel, it's a barge life, you'll, you can see a, vi- a couple of videos of these boats, so you get a sense of what they're like. Um, this, so when we went to see Carpe Diem, the broker um, stood outside and waited for us. Fair enough, they had a lot of st- their stuff on there, so obviously they were trying to protect their gear. When we got down to Reading, yeah. we were handed the keys and that was it. Which was nice because it meant we had a good poke round without the camera and then we did our filming and what have you. But we must have been poking around for about an hour and a half, hadn't we, uh, easily. Yeah. Um, and, and nobody and no, had been no to came. check on us. So although we wanted to have a look at the um, engine rooms... Unfortunately, um, we didn't know where the lights were or, or if it was on shoreline or whatever. I'm not too sure if there was lights on, was there? I don't know. I tried turning the lights on. So, which, 
it was nice in some ways, but it would have been nice if somebody had come out and checked on us and said, are you all right? And do you need any help? So, yeah. but And he did offer to come out afterwards, but by then we'd finished, you know, and we, we, were, we needed to come home. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so one was a Piper 60, 60 foot and one was an Aqualine Voyager at 60 foot as well. And we both looked at those. We thoroughly enjoyed the size of, of the boat. Um, the pannier, pannier, again, the Piper. Did I say Piper boat? Yeah, it's a Piper, yeah. So it's lovely. It's got that lovely wheelhouse, which we like. Opens out onto the back deck. So you've got that lovely sort of sitting out on the back deck situation. Um but it does only have, it's still, even at 60 foot, it still only had one bedroom. Um, it had a bit, uh, quite a big lounge though, didn't it? Yes. Um, and, um, but again, disappointingly, <coughs> it was full of dead spiders. So, I mean, they knew we were coming as well. So it would have been nice if they'd actually given them a bit of a clean up to make sure that, you know, Bit of a yeah, dust but is, and a isn't hoover. that down to the owner or is that down to the the? I would have broker? thought it's down to the broker. Do you think? Mm, I would have thought so. They're I mean, trying to sell it for them, aren't they? Anyone who's a broker, they're getting six te- percent probably. Yeah, six percent is a lot. Six percent's a lot of money. I thought one percent for buying a selling a house was a lot of money. Six percent's huge amounts of money. It is. I can't believe it. We're in and the they wrong don't jobs. do very. Do, and and our the broker of the boat that we think we'd like to buy. When we've asked questions, he just goes back to the uh, vendor. Yeah, it's not like he knows; he doesn't done any research himself. So you know, the vendor—I think they're being had actually myself. But there you go. But the good thing about, or, or what's supposed to happen, is the safety factor. When you actually buy a boat for a large amount of money, it's depositing your money to the broker, as opposed to the individual buyer. Oh, I see. So, so that you've got so, that sort of. You've got that safety net to think to yourself, right, okay, okay, we'll talk about a deposit. 10% deposit of, say, 200 grand is a lot of money, isn't it? Let's face it. So you then give your 20 grand <coughs> to the broker who keeps it in a separate account. Now, if you then went to an individual buyer, would you feel safe that you've then just given that buyer £20,000 into his account as a deposit for his boat? Well, I think the the... Because we did, we have been to see another boat, which, um, and the guy, and I can't remember his name, he didn't really want us to film, so um, we just went and had a poke around his boat. But um, I think um, you have to have a solicitor involved, and they hold the money for you and draw up a, a like a, a, a little contract for you. So. Well, I, I actually mentioned, I talked about contracts. Now, it's very strange that... Uh, we're in really into contract law when it comes to both. So I've learned quite a bit. So there's a lot of plagiarism in terms of copying different contracts. Now, I think the original contract is from the Royal Yacht Association and everyone then plagiarises that and then sort of adapts it to the way they think. And you really have to look into these contracts because it's all about if you do buy a boat or a barge or whatever you're going to buy, it's to make sure also that it's free of VAT and it's free of any loans attached to it. Which uh, does it have? Do they? Do they have? What's the equivalent for a car? Well, when you, when you do a car, you can HPI a car. So basically, you can sort of look up um, a bank of sort of like whether it's got loans attached to it. I'm not too sure. It's it's having some form of list, and then. <clears throat> You can say HBI, yeah, it's all clear of finance, etc. But with boats, I'm not too sure whether there is a place or a, 
a sort of service which you can is do. Is that not the, for the surveyor to do, though? No, because the surveyor is working on your behalf, but to survey the boat structurally and to make sure it's sound for you, be it the hull, be it the electrics, be it the engine, etc., but nothing to do with who's got money owed to the boat. So that's another minefield. So <clears throat> again, uh, we I'm starting to work out that uh, buying a boat, a used, loved boat, is a bit like buying a second-hand car. Mm, and we think the brokers might be a bit like second-hand car dealers. Yeah. I, that's for another story. <laughs> I, I think there's going to be a few Arthur Dailies out there now. Anyone who's, you need to look up Minder. I said that to someone yesterday, actually, when they were doing the horse, horses. I said a bit of an Arthur Daly, and he said, well, who's Arthur Daly? I went, oh, no, I must be getting old, because he was about 30. Arthur Daly, yeah. Off Minder. Yeah. Anyway, we, we digress <laughs> We've again. We've gone off again. <laughs> so, going back to the Sappho and the Pannier, we we really liked both of them. The, well, the Aqualine, which is called the Sappho, or Sappho. Um, I think it's, it's, it's uh, some god. I, I'm not too sure if it's to do with some sort of... Uh, Sex, sex, yeah, sexuality yeah, of, of some god. Yeah, uh, the Aqualine is. It, I mean, it's really Greek nice god. because it um, it has a spare bedroom, so it's got a in the back. It's got a, an extra bedroom and a shower and a toilet and a basin, which is which is quite a good idea and would make life simpler when people come to say. But I just don't like the interior. Sorry, I know that sounds a bit silly, but I don't like the interior. Well, you can always change the interior. The good thing about buying a, a loved or pre-used or used boat is that you can actually buy it. If you can buy it at the right price, then you can start thinking, right, internally I can change things the way I like things. Or if you buy something new, <clears throat> then you can obviously have put your taste to that new boat. But it's like anything else. Depreciation. We need to win the lottery then because the boat I've seen that's new is about £350,000. You know, if I win the lottery, I'm talking about about a million. So, but then we, I want a catamaran to go on the sea. But Sarah just wants to go in the inland waterways. Yeah, no, I'm not. A, I have to say I, this. I, this I, is... I'm more Duran Duran. Her name is her name is real, and she dances on the sand. God, don't give up your day job. <laughs> so, anyway, we're going to have to go to work. I think it's we've been rambling on now for about forty minutes. So, Sarah and I, what's the time? 1642 we're gonna make our way out of here get in our van i'm talking on a west country accent now all right what i'm also going to introduce is perhaps seeing what different accents i can do so in talking a west country accent down there in, in corn where are we talking devon <laughs> I can't do accents, but I would just like to interject here that uh, I can do a Northern I, Irish accent. Oh, you're eight, they're nigh. You're eight. When I first when I first when I first met Tony, when I had a, a, a pub in Yateley, he used to sometimes he used to jackboot down the that, down the back of the bar, pretending to be. Um, Captain someone, was it? No, uh, what was it? I can't remember now. Or, or he used to pretend to be Croc Noble with his Australian accent. Yeah, <laughs> no, no worries. As I was saying, eh, every time when I, I actually went to Australia when I was 22 and uh, with my mate Puggy, and um, <clears throat> he actually started talking like an Australian after two weeks. But anyway, so what they do is they always seem to have a, have a no, this is no disrespect to Australians because we love you, I love you. 
is they used to put an A at the, every, at the end of the sentence. So it'd be like, um, so I was walking down the road, A. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> we all have and, our and, own and, idiosyncratic. And I, I, pardon? Yeah, it's right, A. Eh? So uh, <coughs> I also, I, I would say that the Australians are very down to a the point. They've got a great sense of humour. And I remember ordering a cup of coffee at this cafe by the sort of uh, beach, etc. So I said to him, excuse me, can I have a cup of coffee? He goes, there you go. So I said, oh, excuse me, is there any chance of some milk? He goes, and they looked at me in the sort of like, yeah, there's your milk. I couldn't trouble you some sugar. He goes, bloody hell, mate. Do you want me to drink it for you? <laughs> 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 and it's like, that's just like... Proper, proper Australian, and and the more rural you go, the proper they become. You know what I mean? I mean, we're talking kangaroo. I think I met a bloke called Kangaroo Phil, and he was on uh, Kilroy at one point. So Kangaroo Phil, he had a broken collarbone. So I said to Kangaroo Phil, I guess, how did that happen? He goes, why do you reckon they call me Kangaroo Phil? (laughs) (laughs) Right then. So anyway, so we're going to have to go to work. And so... You've heard the Northern Irish accent. Now, what else? What other accent can I do? We're going to work. You're what about go- the Scottish one? you eat that big man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to our waffling on. This is for you guys. <laughs> Check out our YouTube channel because um, we'd we'd really like to grow that into something a bit be- bit more than it is. And and also, don't forget to look into. The Twilight Zone. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to this. We appreciate it. We appreciate your comments. If you've got anything you want to ask us or tell us, um, nice comments, please. And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to sprinkle you with magic. God, give somebody some buttons and they're quite happy, aren't they? (laughs) So I'm going to leave you go... I don't know whether we've been down or up on this one because we are sort of like, we've been sort of like, what's it, shell-shocked, really. Exhausted. Exhausted, shell-shocked. And we go to bed about 10-ish, wake up about 5-ish, but uh, I'm going to just go back to this because we have to, and I don't know if you notice in your local facilities or local houses, etc., but Christmas has come, I believe it was in November it came. I think a lot of people are on furlough and decided that they were fed up with this year. So yeah. we're, we're all looking forward to a hopefully more positive 2021. And I hope you guys keep safe out there and avoid this COVID-19. And we wish you a Merry Christmas. And I'm just going to give you that again. I can hear, I can hear. hear the It's getting cold, just look at the falling snow. Snow! This season's greetings, greetings, meetings. Oh, and a little bit of mistletoe. They're decorating the Christmas tree with the star of time. Right, well, thank you so much. Hope that's bringing you a bit of cheer. Enjoy Christmas and enjoy your holidays. This is It's a Barge Life. My name is Tony. I'm Sarah. Thank you and goodbye. Bye-bye.
see you on the next episode. Thanks ever so much. Bye-bye.